Matthew chapter 5b You have heard that our ancestors were told, You must not murder. If you commit murder, you are subject to judgment. But I say, if you are even angry with someone, you are subject to judgment. If you call someone an idiot, you are in danger of being brought before the court. And if you curse someone, you are in danger of the fires of hell. So if you are presenting a sacrifice at the altar in the temple, and you suddenly remember that someone has something against you, leave your sacrifice there at the altar, go and be reconciled to that person, then come and offer your sacrifice to God. When you are on the way to court with your adversary, settle your differences quickly. Otherwise, your accuser may hand you over to the judge, who will hand you over to an officer, and you will be thrown into prison. And if that happens, you surely won't be free again until you have paid the last penny. You have heard the commandment that says, You must not commit adultery. But I say, anyone who even looks at a woman with lust has already committed adultery with her in his heart. So if your eye, even your good eye, causes you to lust, gouge it out and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your hand, even your stronger hand, causes you to sin, cut it off and throw it away. It is better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. You have heard the law that says a man can divorce his wife by merely giving her a written notice of divorce. But I say that a man who divorces his wife, unless she has been unfaithful, causes her to commit adultery, and anyone who marries a divorced woman also commits adultery. You have also heard that our ancestors were told, You must not break your vows. You must carry out the vows that you make to the Lord. But I say, Don't make any vows. Do not say, By heaven, because heaven is God's throne. And do not say, By earth, because earth is his footstool. And do not say, By Jerusalem, for Jerusalem is the city of the great king. Do not even say, By my head, for you can't turn one hair white or black. Just say a simple yes I will, or no I won't. Anything beyond this is from the evil one. You have heard the law that says the punishment must match the injury, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. But I say, do not resist an evil person. If someone slaps you on the right cheek, offer the other cheek also. If you are sued in court and your shirt is taken from you, give your coat too. If a soldier demands that you carry his gear for a mile, carry it two miles. Give to those who ask, and don't turn away from those who want to borrow. You have heard the law that says, Love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, Love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In this way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he gives sunlight to both the evil and the good, and he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from anyone else? Even pagans do that, but you are to be perfect, even as your Father in heaven is perfect.
So in the second half of Matthew 5, we hear Jesus taking the old laws and breaking them down and making them new, putting an extra step in there, go the extra mile, um, adding more than what was even required before. And this might seem cruel, because what was there before we already couldn't handle. We couldn't fulfill that. But Jesus was saying, I did not come to abolish the old law, but I came to fulfill it. We couldn't have known at the time when he was standing on this mountainside talking to these people. We couldn't have known that just a few years later he'd be hanging on a cross, that he would actually be the fulfillment of the law, that his blood would be spilt for us, that he would make us perfect as his Father in heaven is perfect. So as we, we read these words, it's not about, oh goodness, I can never be that. I can never get there. It's about Jesus, look what you did for us. So Jesus, I thank you what you did. I thank you that you came to fulfill the law and that fulfillment was you. That we do not have to be perfect because you did that work for us. But I also thank you that you that you knew that putting these words out there, that you were challenging us, and that there is something to that. We can love a greater love because of the Holy Spirit that resides in us. I pray that we draw on that more and more, that we open our hearts beyond our safe circle of friends and family to those that we wouldn't even have considered that your great love will grow inside of us and grow outside of us and take over the world one person at a time. Thank you, Jesus, for being the ultimate love and the ultimate sacrifice. In Jesus' name, amen.